friends alike. My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. I am looking him in the eyes. We are here live together. How's it going, Danny? I'm a little confused. I wasn't looking you in the eyes. So True. You were like, you were like, I'm like looking you kind of at the side. You're side eyeing me. You're not even side eyeing me. You're lazy. You're, I'm like half, you're I'm half, like half asleep, conscious. I think. Like, I think. Trying to collect myself. Did you just die? Did this did this movie just kill you? Did what we just experienced kill you, Danny? The movie took a lot of emotion out of me. A lot of just expectations. I I don't have the will to stay conscious almost anymore. It's like getting like hit a bunch of times and being in the fifth round of a, of a boxing match and just like everything's wobbling. Yeah. I'm, I'm off my kilt. <laughs> I, feel, I feel what you are saying. And this movie that we are talking about, folks, is none other than New Mutants. Um, now, here we go. I am a man. I admit things when when I'm wrong. And... I have to say, this movie does exist. It's true. You can't deny it anymore. I can't. I can't. I've, I've for the longest of time, I have denied that this movie existed and will not exist. But no longer can I take that stance because I have seen the truth. I am not someone who looks at, you know, crankety old Biden and goes like, well, I got to double down. <laughs> You're not like a staunch like Holocaust denier. You're not like holding on exactly. tight. You're just like, no, you don't understand. I got, yeah. I got proof. This movie doesn't <laughs> exist. There are no planes. Watch that video again. No. You'll see there. No planes hit that building. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's uh, the truth. Hurts. The truth hurts sometimes, folks. And this movie certainly does exist. And that is one thing that I could say about this movie that is. It's not positive. It's neutral as fuck. I can't oh. say too much about this. And we're going to kind of uh, dissect it a little bit. But just broad strokes, Danny, how do you feel right now after experiencing this movie? Surprised. I'm surprised because it overshot my expectations on how bad it actually was going to be. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be bad, but the level of terrible that it asserted to overwhelmed me i was almost like awestruck and like wow this movie is insisting upon itself to double down on its mediocrity and just cliche approach at movie writing yeah in a nutshell really and it it just boiled down to you you almost were over with the movie and the movie was still probably 40 minutes shy from the ending yeah. Oh no, it's done. I get with it. No, I know where it's, we're it's going. It's fine. Here. It's like good. It's like well, here's you know another dessert. Enjoy that. But the souffle, it takes twenty minutes, and they're <laughs> like, well, give me two. Yeah, you're gonna wait this one out, and you're like the whole time, you're like, no, please, can we just we move on to the souffle, please. I'm done. Oh my god, check, let's please. just go. Come I'm on, doing the check can we just thing. get just divide the tip and let's get out of here. <laughs> Fucking babysitter's expensive. What a bizarre thing. This new mutant, this creature. You mentioned itself. It shouldn't exist. You never thought it would be a thing. It's in some places, technically, it really isn't a thing. There's no digital streaming. So the only way you can see it is through cam based piracy or go attend one of these weird. <laughs> international... That's weird. They found a wall and they're all like, well, this is a movie theater, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any place out there that I would suggest that, hey, go see this movie in mass. No. If you're going to risk yourself, wait for something that's on the level of quality that is worth that endeavor. Yeah. 
this is something you can phone in. I mean, yeah, it's... but you you insisted what you said that, that they're going to bury it in Hulu in some sort of algorithm. <laughs> I and like so, that. Yeah, yeah. I picture that in my head. And I'm like, that, you know, that makes sense. That seems like a fake. This movie one. made seven million mm-hmm. uh, opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good Ooh. for a co- being in COVID. Yeah, people yeah. fucking going out and risking their lives for this fucking movie. It blows my mind. Now, before we get into the actual film itself, let's talk about the things leading up to the film that. Me and you seem to understand that this is just a giant ball of piss disguised as a snowball hurling down the mountain. Yet everyone else still seems to hold on to it. And as we approached the release of the movie, what did we get? We got so many accounts of the director showing negligence towards the source material. We see some other, was it the writers or other producers kind of coming out on Josh Boone himself? It, it did seem like there was a bit of a decay at the end, especially when it came to the the marketing and where it tied between Disney and then moving on to what was now being subjugated at, tw- at 20th Century Fox. It was, it was very much of a shit show. The whole thing was. And it just seemed like this movie almost didn't need to get released because everything was so messy at that point. Just sweeping it under the under the, the the carpet and moving on almost seemed like would it do justice to be done with it and be over it. But they prolonged it. It was a slow burn. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think about what the director said? Uh, like right the day or two right before this movie was now was released. Now you and I aren't the social justice warrior type, but reading this, this is this is a moment where I'm all like, come on, dude. All you had to do is read a little bit put a little bit of effort into it or not even say shit just don't talk how about that don't open your mouth that's a good option that's a good choice to make but no one makes that option these days but no the director chose to say something along the lines and I am paraphrasing I don't give a shit about Roberto da Costa it's pretty much he did not care to tell the story of Roberto, which made sense. He was telling we're going to go into it a little bit more, but essentially, his do story boiled yeah. down to, I can't touch women. Yeah, I can't touch women, and that's that's my story. That is my very, very thinly veiled story in this. I'm so hot I burn with... <laughs> I can't touch women. They could be, they, you know, it's almost if if you, you looked at it from a different light, it's so campy, it's funny. But because of the narrative being so serious, you can't ever pull that away from it. Right. So it's it's almost gloom, or it's got a very like just dark atmosphere to his overall portrayal that just ruins him from the ground up. Even when he had his like moments of redemption throughout the movie, where he it's like really supposed to show character development, it felt like he kind of was muted. He was muted. He was very muted. And you can't mute Bobby. He's like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> let him throw him out there. Let him let him have fun. Go off the like. You could have done uh, a a quicksilver moment with that. You could have had him have fun with his powers and mm-hmm. the awestruck ability of what he can wield with that power and use it to almost enhance the situation into something more magical and comic like. But they, they glossed over that, and he was mostly CG and useless. <laughs> <laughs> And you could have subbed him out for any generic CG hero in the last yeah. line of Fox movies. I think they were just like, we're sitting on some freaking uh, storm over here. We got some 
pre-rendered Johnny Storm footage. Let's just cap it. Yes, yeah, just throw some Johnny Storm. That extra stuff we have in here. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. That was I was waiting. Now they did like they did kind of conclude his story with the whole like he got over the fact that he could touch girls, but like, yeah. In terms of like his, I guess the one battle before he gets thwarted by Demon Bear is his battle redemption. But that is that was kind of weak battle redemption. Yeah, he was more like ragdoll. He was a ragdoll. He was just he was a ragdoll the, most there of the time. To, to be sacrificial in the point of trying to motivate the urgency of the story. But that was the crux of it all. And it rested really heavily on it, almost to the point where you didn't know how we got here. So you're just like, okay, I get it. Like, they're going to wake her up. This is getting bad. But what, what brought us to this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you. And why is he just like sacrificing himself needlessly if there's, there's no real the chance of him like making a turn here this seems right miss thought out from top to bottom but i get it you're trying to go for that tragic moment you just knew that it wasn't going to pay out though that's what exactly. hurt it the whole time it just never even came close with anything bobby to do it cool you know i thought i know a few times where he lit up and like it looked cool but for the most part the cg was bad on everything mm-hmm. he was he's just a victim of it as well by by proxy yeah yeah it's unfortunate unfortunate so leading up to this movie was already a clusterfuck and uh, we knew that but apparently the fans didn't know that um until a couple days ago um so that is fascinating so going into this movie it, it's already just a shit show what is this five movies in five or five movies, five years in the making mm-hmm. five fucking years in the making man. that adds to the pain they said they spent a lot of time reshooting re-editing and going through and painstakingly trying to cut it was messy it was batman versus Superman messy. It was it was Suicide Squad messy. It was that level of just cheap, cheap editing, false presentation of what the overall narrative is to be hijacked by quick narrative that's going to build off of small characters that are going to play off at no point, and then the story resolves itself in a way where you're like, well, why would I even get attached to any of these? Because even the Josh Boone himself, he said I've taken the the end credits out. There's no after credit scene. Yeah. Because there's no attachment to a sequel. There's never going to be a sequel. Yeah. So he doesn't even want to care. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, It's it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, And it would have been interesting to see that ending scene with that movie just see how it plays out why not uh, why yeah, not throw in John Hamm there. that would have been cool to give it something then cap it off there's just to throw in Antonio Banderas too oh, that that's supposed to be I think Roberto's uh, father, father? Oh, okay. relating it probably back to uh, I don't know I was gonna say uh, some type of source material or like the Hellfire Club or something no no, no, no they're never. not gonna be that accurate at all why would they ever do something yeah this had this had zero foundation in any new mutant story in any i mean it had nods but no actual foundation no no basis where you're like okay i see where they're going from this was just all like what what can we pull from it felt like student film it really felt like a student film honestly um now you are the one who mentioned you watched it the fault is in their stars. Uh, Josh Boone's other film that he's no, most notable for. Uh, how was that thing? How's that that was that was definitely made for a very specific demographic of sure. people. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like that was something I I didn't I did by proxy and I did I regretted it the whole time and took nothing away from it afterwards. And I was surprised that this was his attempt at doing a foyer not only into a superhero film but a horror-based superhero film which is already difficult genre to 
bridges you've seen with Brightburn, I mean, it was good, but it's not perfect. And mm -hmm. there's still more to be desired as this movie has left us. But, yeah, I didn't get too much of that vibe in his writing in this. I got more of, like, he was reaching for other genres. Like, you said at one point, Twilight, and I was like, yeah, get a super Twilight vibe from this, <laughs> like, this movie. This movie is definitely mad. This means it's like, it's like a New Mutants Twilight movie at some point. <laughs> and it was, that was cringy. It was very cringy and unsettling. I did not like that, but. This is definitely a, like, a hot pot or a stew that has been. Correct way too much it's too salty it's too too much fat just too much acid everything too much but it was ambitious in in its its grotesqueness it wanted to go 100 percent in that direction of failing like i mean the the quality to the 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 editing is just garbage just garbage they spent so much time editing it why did the cg all look so bad like you can tell that they needed to film more they need to do reshoots like there was the, the, the fucking clock tower scene like they it was like her looking at the clock tower then the clock tower then her looking back at the clock there was like at least a good 40 seconds of that that's 40 seconds of screen time of just them like her looking at danny moonstar looking at the fucking clock tower remember when they were building uh roberto's character development by handing carrying danny around and they were like showing like he could touch a girl again because they went from one person carrying her so then they made Roberto Carrier. Pass, pass then, 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 sorry, Carrier, <laughs> then it just kept going. <laughs> I mean, oh, it was bad. It's, it's, but it's, what do you think its overall message was trying to be? They got pretty lazy with it. Just some overall, it seemed like it was more of an overall just, look at us, we are, we're a bit of everything. It almost felt like at one point it was going to turn into an episode of uh, Captain Planet. Yeah. I don't know. It felt really weird, though, because there was too many things from other stuff. The fact that they used Dr. Reyes' character in such a weird way. Mm -hmm. The fact that they tied it all into Essex and Mr. Sinister. The fact that they dragged Logan into it made it yes. a foundation of, like, we're directly tied to the Logan movie. And just all was... Oof. It's like everyone's sad that the good X-Men canon is over and that someone came along appreciating that and made like a fan movie based on it. And that's what this felt like. Like this was like done mm -hmm. like by some college students. But for some reason it was done with like a real production company. So that's the yes. weird part where you're like, how did these college students, this is a production company. This is crazy. <laughs> Maybe we got Fox so wrong. Maybe yeah. they're just taking chances on young children. And they're bringing them in. Like, what you... <laughs> so what do you, what you young tweens, is what would you do if you guys wrote a new mutants movie and make it spooky? <laughs> um... Uh, what did you think of the horror aspect of the film? Do you think that worked? Played to its advantage, helped it, made it worse. If it was original, it would have helped it, but because it went off of old tropes and just kind of took iconography. They, at one point, they were running from like a plethora of Slendermen. Like, Slenderman. Yeah, I thought this yeah. was like. I couldn't tell at one point when, but then like, it turned into like a bring, uh, spaghetti, uh, like a creepy pasta like story. Copy pasta, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Because you remember Original Mutants, it was totally like a creepy possible. I'm like, no, it's no. weird, but there was originality to the weirdness. It wasn't just leaning on these kind of weird character designs. Uh, 
yeah. It seemed like there was still a lot of world building and like nuance that they were trying to allude to in the deepness of the characters, but there didn't seem to be enough time to tell that story. No. And there's no acknowledgement that the fact that that story will not get continued to be told. So it's left, it's, it's wounded off the off the fucking start. The movie is wounded. It'll there, never complete the race. There is a lot of urgency. Like, usually we always say there's no sense of urgency, but there's so much urgency in this film, but it's, like, misguided urgency, I feel. Yeah. Or, like, it's, like, a logical urgency. It's like, we got to do the thing to do the thing. Well, look at the progression of time. Like, really, the movie only takes place. It seems like a long time, but it kind of only was, like, a week or so. It yeah. feel like they were, like, yeah, it was, like, a weekend. <laughs> all right. We're all best friends and, like, we killed the the bear and zone. We got everything's nibbed in the butt. Let's new mutants. Sequel? No. Now we called a lot of uh, tropes in this film, like just straight up, like going throughout this film. We 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 saw something and we said this is going to happen. Well, remember I, I was talking about that 4chan link that talked about yes. how Reyes is just going to die, and then the bear is the villain, and then everything moves forward. As yes. I, yep, that happened almost comically in a Deep Blue Sea sense. Yes. She got Sam Jackson hard. She got Sam Jackson hard in this film, and it once the moment I, just like the once the, the, the vibration started to happen, I was just all like, here comes, here's the shark. Very durable, like, yeah. you chewed her a lot, and yeah. she kind of was still whole for a while. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But yeah, they had their Sam Jackson moment in this film. You called that shit Danny. Yeah. Um, Unfortunate. So, I thought that just sounded stupid, but I was like, something about it just made me feel like, okay, I, I feel like this is going to actually happen. Like, I have a feeling this is, it just feels right. And sure enough, it fucking so well. Almost, almost comically how it's played out. It's like they're definitely doing homage. Yeah. I see Kicking the door. He's like, what are these motherfucking snakes doing on this plane? And you're everyone just like, right? 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 Oh, I hope people are seeing this movie right now. Are you? It's like an empty theater out there somewhere. This movie's running on loop. Just a little cool jam. My head is like a shark's fin. Oh, dude, that's fucking. That's a jam. That music video <laughs> when he's underneath that fucking glass of water, rapping and shit. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, 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 oh Mama yeah. said, "Knock you out." Oh, that's oh. a good. Oh, that's a good video. Oh uh, man, so there's some there's some garbage going through this film, but let's kind of I guess go through the plot of the film, starting off. Century Studios. <laughs> Goodbye, Fox. Yeah, Goodbye, Fox. I, it's letting weird. you know. I pointed that out right away. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what the? I, I didn't even notice. I didn't even register. Yeah, that was the first thing. I was like, this is nope. I see what I see this. I see this. Rebranding. Rebranded. Um, yeah, 20th Century Studio. Fox is. Which is just gonna be Disney Studios. <laughs> the 20 is like they're gonna do the 20 and mouse ears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting like a Disney Corporation oh. or something. Um, yep, 20th Century Studios, folks. Unfortunately. Uh, so let's get started off this movie. And uh, if you you've seen on the internet the first 
three minutes of this film, essentially. That was put out. Yeah. Right? We talked about that in the past. Um, that was the that was the second trailer? Big, big that, trailer? Or third? That is essentially the inciting incident of the film. There's yeah, the not too much detail about that incident. Uh, they certainly do flash back to it three times. Expect like no, really no new information. Just that flashback again and again and again. There's a lot of expletive flashbacks throughout the movie, but they don't really stick the landing. And the problem is, is they bleed into reality so well that it makes it very confusing. Like there are times where you're like, wait, were we in the flashback or is this? Re- oh, this is tied to the story. Okay, yeah. okay, this is weird, but all right continue that <laughs> kind of stuff but you know hey new mutants is, is, a, is a breed of its own it is it is um and uh we get like a introduction between danny and rain and uh this is what i called i was like they're gonna they're gonna make out by the end of this he's called that and then he's making out the middle of it and making out in the middle of this film uh i mean no nuance in that there's no, nuance in other things the there were nuance yeah. in other things but in that they were like we're gonna do away with any nuance possible uh, they're yeah. gonna be saddling each other mid movie <laughs> it seems like they're okay they're teenagers they're all struggling through everything and everyone was going through their own thing i guess what was yes what was magic's thing what was her she was like recovering from that weird demon ghost realm with all the uh the weird Slenderman dude. Because yeah, yeah, okay. remember, she brought out her fear, and it was that mask she wore, which was the mask that those guys wear. So that's one of Magic's things. Apparently, she w- she went through some stuff psychologically, but they were very vague on that to the point where you can almost interpret anything. Any way you want. Like, this cover it. Mm-hmm. This covers it. But that covers it. They go. They go yeah. right away. They're like, "This, you're good. We're moving on. We're okay. moving the fuck on." Let's keep. Shut going. the fuck up. We're moving on. <laughs> you're like, all right. It's dubious. Right. Is not friendly to the viewer. No, <laughs> it's aggressive. Not at all. Keep this shit going. It's jarring. It feels like it was built like a ride at like Universal Studios. Right. You're just supposed to be pulled along. You're like, all right, backdrop. <laughs> what was Cannibal's thing? Um, oh, so that weird subplot where his father was a coal miner. Is this the coal miner? This is his flashback. His this father was a coal miner, and he accidentally mm-hmm. got felt like he couldn't breathe, and he has activated his cannibal power, <laughs> flared up. He had gene something like that. He hit puberty and his mutant gene had activated. And he took out the entire area with his father and most of his friends. Most of his father's friends, specifically. And that pretty much put him in that situation. What did he do to get over it? Um, did he struggle? I don't, feel like he I don't really remember the pivotal moment where it showed him championing, championing the uh, issue, like his weird backstory of oh this is my hold up mm-hmm. I don't think he ever really overcame it I don't think that that was a, that was even really no. referenced after the fact that's it yeah, I mean getting... there had the moment with Bobby where it was like carry her and he's like I can't do it and he's like you can you've always can't <laughs> I mean there was Danny's like I'm not afraid anymore moment that was great oh, talk man. about movie Ooh, tropes yeah that's a show Oh, she was just like, you can't hurt me because I'm not scared of you. I'll never be scared of you. Not again. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> it ended that way. See you guys.
Yeah. Well, this felt very old, like two thousand the aughts easily. Like in the, yeah. the twenty aughts, there was a bunch of horror movies that had like the, the Boogeyman movie was literally built up to that. It's like you know, the Boogeyman is more strong against you because you have fear of him. Oh, man. And the pacing in this the whole time is just like jarring. I'm trying to like Xander's perspective to like this uh, uh, I guess this breakfast uh, club style like let's open up to each other moment to uh, like this really weird tone shift of everyone by going deep into their inner psyche. I like how it brought them together so quickly too. There was this weird group building dynamic that came out of it so fast that it made zero sense. It made no so sense. Like, you guys were supercharged so into it. Like, like literally, yeah. there was like we were having a party, you're not invited. Let's all go. Everyone's got. And the yeah. offhanded allusions to the greater X Men universe because they're they're very tongue in cheek about how they're in an X Men movie. Yeah. Not in the fun way that Deadpool was, but more of just like lazy writing way yeah. and they were just like oh do you, do you know about who's probably in charge and and they're rolling bobby's rolling around in this movie like more often than not in like a random wheelchair they find and they just chilling in it he's hanging out in a wheelchair and i get it's like a medical facility but it's just funny and he keeps talking about random conspiracy shit and then he makes an allusion to professor xavier at one point because they think they're going to become the x-men they start talking about the x-men openly it's really, it's really weird because it almost feels like a, a fourth wall kind of thing. <laughs> not classy, not classy at all. And then, yeah, you get that tone shift with Doctor Reyes going away halfway through the film. Or half- was that halfway? That's like three quarters. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we were about like uh, two thirds. We'll give it two thirds, yeah, but still pretty much halfway. Yeah. It was at that point they unpacked so much at the end; it might as well have been two movies. And then yeah. I thought it would at least tell more story, but it's just like, no. Battle. This is yeah, it. Yeah, they're just going to throw like, down. It's not like there's a greater plan that I have that I've been, like, manipulating. It's like, no. No, I guess the whole, like, her reeling it in at the end is the bigger story. And it devolved into a heavy CG battle, too, because it started interesting with magic, and there was some cool there were some cool maneuvers and, and reactions and her whole um, her, her whole expression of... I'm also magic, or so am I. That was a very weird line. Uh, it was a very weak line. That's magic. That was a very oh, weak. God. That was a very weak God, line. No, I could have done. They could have better with that moment in so many more ways than one. But oh, she did. She did throw down for a bit, and that just. But that was sidelined quickly by the bear just tossing Bobby around. Let's talk about the smoke bear. Oh, Let's talk about these like two thousand and like early art tropes. Like lost talk about fucking those. ghost monsters. Ghost like, monsters. Smoke monster from Galactus, me, man. Galactus oh, style monsters and parallax up in this bitch. Oh, oh my god, god. like the worst of the worst of 10 years, 15 years ago. You're bringing back as a as a bear. It's half bear, half demon, half smoke. No, it's half smoke, half demon, half bear. Man, bear beating smoke, demon pig. It makes no sense design wise. It's just just like they lost budget, and this is what this is where they're saving budget right here. Dude, they're they're they were voting that budget the fuck in. That budget was non-existent. They owe Daisy Williams money. Oh, Still, man, dude, it's really bad. They, they didn't even try with this one. It was it was a Galactus moment again because this is the echo of what Fox has done. We don't we don't know what to do with our villains. Is make them fucking Hulk, all that stuff. Let's just make it ghosts, just weird clouds, smoke, wisp, something. 
something that's just really fumey and vapey and we'll call it a day it's a it's good enough that's scary it's menacing like project your fears on it <laughs> project your they wanted you to do that they literally said yeah. like the 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 villain is oh this is the big reveal is that danny's powers are to psychically manifest your biggest fears and make them real so if you had your fear was like a nuclear bomb going off it just goes off nuclear bomb <laughs> wow a different direction yeah like what if someone's biggest fear was the universe collapsing or something <laughs> zombie outbreak oh whoops my bad y'all um so yeah this is related to logan i guess yeah yeah let's let's talk about that little throwaway she what? goes into this yeah. the mind of uh dr reyes and uh, apparently she's tried to the child development organization in logan that was run right. by a sinister right the, what was it the weird like it was like the mexican border yeah science facility that, they, that that uh x-23 came from yes yeah X-23. yeah same same facility um, but yeah, they so use little clips from that. It was clips. Yeah, from it was clips from. Logan. They actually that's the thing I hate when they do that in movies, especially sequels to try to tie them to other movies. Look, here you go. This is a part of Logan. Yeah, so Doctor Reyes apparently was uh, part of what was going on with X twenty three and all of those children down in Mexico. Yep. So that's where that's your connection. Daniel Moon starts from. So we've got that connected it all and uh it's a nice little bookend bookend of the marvel universe we came we this came a long way started with x1 and so we're resting our head this is it this is this is how it ends is with this film and it ends with just again like we mentioned this already she just the power of love right the power of love wins or the power of coming together or the power of like facing your fears or like there's no real battle this is such a millennial issue like, you do not fix anything but you feel better about yourself and that's a problem it was great i monologued the ending like right before it happened i was like oh, that's yes. gonna go down and then it just played it ridiculous. you straight up called it they're all gonna look at each other this is I could have wrote this movie in my sleep. Ridiculous! How cliche this is. Oh, why? It almost felt like they were like a country. There's someone with a gun behind them. Like you got to finish this movie, man. And they're like, well, we're gonna put zero effort to finish this movie. If we have to finish it, it'll get done. But fucking God help you if you want any quality to what we're about to do. (laughs) You might want to look away. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Peel back. It escalated continuously. Yeah. It just was like it's gonna get worse and worse and worse, and then now we're Boy. at the end. It just ended like the puff of smoke that that barrel was. It faded to nothing. Nothingness. Oh, that is. So it came away. It really happened. The tale of of new mutants happened. So, do you feel better? Worst? You, like, would you not have wanted to watch this? I would have wanted it to happen. I would prefer it to be buried, and like we never knew anything about it, and it just stayed a mystery forever. At least with a mystery, there could be. A, I, I like the the lore behind it and the mystique, but there's no there's no 
mystery here. This, this is clear. I mean, the majority of the, mu the reviews have panned it pretty heavily. I've seen most people are pretty staunch against it from who've seen it. I have yet to see anyone rave about it except any like bot-based actor response to the movie. <laughs> of course, actors in the movie are going to be like, oh, no, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Please see it. I don't know what else to say. Right. <laughs> I'm uh... getting paid for this. I don't even know. I think the Stranger Things kid is just all like Stranger Things season four coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. Like, don't forget about that. Yeah. We're still. Do I'm still. I. Does, you don't have to just see me here. <laughs> I got I other places. Other stuff. I'm doing yeah. this thing. Don't rest on this. If you're coming here for this, I'm better than that. <laughs> Go to that. Please. Don't come back to this. Please. I'm not coming back to this. You shouldn't even be at this. They're not. They don't want to be there. Who's your favorite new mutant? I guess magic because yeah. she did the most and she had Loki, which was weird. Time, honestly, the most yeah. time, the most character development outside of Danny Moonstar, which yeah. was the catalyst for this movie. Even magic was a little kind of so-so in her approach. It seemed like she was nerfed and then overpowered, and then nerfed and overpowered. Yeah. It was a weird spectrum. There wasn't really like a limiter put on magic where it was like, oh, magic, like, stop being awesome. It, it, all of a sudden, she was like, well, yeah, it'll be awesome now. I guess this story calls for it. We've hit this point? Okay. I'll do it. Activate Beam Saber. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate her, but I, I think really the list was too watered down. Everyone was underdeveloped. I mean, what what was the big standout difference between cannonball and sunspot they were There's really nothing yeah they, they had their slight nods but overall they were background as fuck they and irrelevant. The same story more or less remember cannonball was trying to like get away and he was like help me i need help we need to get out of here we got to do something he's trying to convince magic she's just like you need to do something and then she leaves him and he's like oh well, i guess i'll just leave and he just gets out of there on his own without yeah. any fight and it's like, it's like well, why, why would you do that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why do you just take care of it in the beginning it's so like complaining about being helped to get out of some situation and essentially gets out of it with no problem whatsoever yeah it's, it's like, like right away false conflict yeah like he just he doesn't want to use his powers but the second he he did it he was like oh well fuck it whatever this is no problem still the conflict was so ham-fisted it wasn't it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. unfortunate. I would say all of these Fox films are just a lesson in failing upwards. Boy, howdy. Yeah, how do we get to this point? Even Disney item where they're like, ooh, we want to get all this back. Do do? We don't want to. It's like, why don't you just let Fox destroy itself? Like they contracted this movie to Oblivion. Honestly, it's like after Dark Phoenix and now this, it's like, Hey man, I'm glad you guys are done with this. Never again should you ever be allowed to touch these movies. <laughs> but that end of time. Oh man, it is it is uh, just how little they they put into the I guess research of the, the IPs. You think they would? You don't have to try too hard. I think Marvel doesn't try too hard. No, they and they do take it pretty easy. You're right. You're right. So I feel like you, you don't sometimes you, a little you, too. <laughs> you don't need too much, but come on, man! The, all you need is uh, one person just kind of pulling the strings, going yo yo yo. Let's uh, roll this back. Let's not give Michael Fassbender poop face. <laughs> <laughs> Fart hands. Fart hands. Oh. Boom. Boom. <laughs> 
right, just you're mad, you're angry. All right, fast man, you're just just angry. Michael, Michael, angry, angry, like you're pooping. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Actually, let's get one more. Christ. God oh, man, I don't understand the disconnect between the people that's financing and who owns the IP to the, I guess, the end product. Yeah, there's a weird disconnect in t- in the in the main group of of the people who handle X Men in the in the Fox realm for a while. It seems like that whole dichotomy is broken. Yeah. None of those people understand how to maintain it and continue on. And actually write like a character-driven excellent story. Most of the characters they don't seem to understand. They don't understand their powers, their relevance, how the work the group should work, what the characters are based off of. Because if you just put the skin, I mean, if you just husk all of them, like new mutant pun intended, put them all on top of each other, they just throw them right on each other. Just be like, you know what? You're gonna look like Danny Moonstar. You're gonna look like you know cannibal you're gonna look like robert cuss but none of you are really gonna be these characters you just none of you are gonna function like them you're just gonna have their name tags it's disingenuous it's disingenuous to the characters just gentlemen fans they don't care they just want that money it almost seems like they just needed to finish this and they were gonna do it anyways maybe spite people i don't know i wouldn't doubt it at this point honestly um so let's uh talk about one more thing let's talk about fans mm-hmm and there is a surprising amount of people that will defend this movie. How does that make you feel? What does that like say about like? It seems like it says that IP has breached from just something that you enjoy to a religion that you will uh, follow its dogma to hell and back. Overzealous fandom is dangerous. It's always been a problem. If you're at the point where you're so fanatical that you couldn't even see the writing on the wall. Like, we were having this conversation earlier about how Nintendo tricked people into buying a cardboard box and people paid for it, and they were jazzed about it. Like, if you have that level of fervor, that's dangerous. That is almost zombie-like. You are disconnecting from your rationality and your objective ability to actually participate in any form of judgment of art or anything in the concept. Because if you give away all that free will, what is left except they put the tag on it they put the they put the name tag or they put the face or the palette and I have to like it because it's got that that I, and I like this no matter what it becomes cognitive cultural cognition it becomes tied to your identity so now you're like well my identity is based off of liking this so now I have to defend it and if I don't defend it then I am not defending myself and I collapse and that's why it's something like new mutants could thrive in a, a community like that in an ethos backed by something like that and that's sad that's tragic. <laughs> it's frightening. It shows uh, the, a certain amount of people. Like, this is a good, like, you look, I, I don't know if it's about me, but I, I look at this person and you can see they could be sold, packaged, consumed so easily. And I could just go like, hey, man, fucking magic and fucking cannonball, you know? Hey, you want to join my cult? <laughs> yeah. We got magic cannonball. You get to like new me. Oh, you should just love this no matter what. And you're like, I have to. I have to. It's got the new mutants that I like. I have to worship yeah. it. And we've talked about the Snyder fans to mm-hmm. oblivion. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting breed of humans. I've already gonna start the position or the petition for the release the Snyder new mutants cut. I want that. If we can get that, I think that would save the movie. I really do personally. Me personally, 
I'm not making fun of Snyder fans. They're wrong. They're wrong. But I really honestly personally feel the Snyder cut of the New Mutants would save the movie. You don't understand. Zack Snyder was going through some stuff with his daughter. It's been a hard time for that man. And I didn't really deserve to give him a chance to save this great piece of film cinema. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't uh, amazed you didn't break that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. It's, it's really insane. This whole Snyder Cut shit, is, I'm over it. I'm over the mutants. I'm on both of them to move on. Oh, I really God. am ready. I'm almost interesting to see what Dark Marvel's going to do. And I don't really... I'm, I'm Marvel's taking most of the wind out of my sails for their, their product, their IP. Yeah. But... The X Men approach to what it will hear that I'll take it. I'll see it. I'll fucking see it. I'll you check will. it out because how could how could it be worse than this? How? <laughs> and they'll show me, and I'll wait till then. <laughs> but till then. <laughs> but till then. No, till no, then. You just, you just made... oh. Let's see. Let's see how Dizzy will fuck this fuck. up. Oh, yeah, I've I've seen them fuck other things up before. I feel so. like they'll fuck it up in this way uh, that they. Fucked up Spider Man, like they didn't really fuck it up, but they kind of fucked. Up. I mean, look at the time travel nonsense in Endgame. I mean, there was a lot of mess in that, but that was less convoluted than New Mutants. Like, New Mutants was bad because then they blurred a lot of people's dreams and false realities. Yeah, with what really what was happening. Yeah, and that constant conflation just made the story muddled and messy. We're trying to go for the idea of like what's real, what's not. Are we in? But it's been done, room? and it's been done in a better way. They didn't even like try that. They're just like, what's going on? Okay, let's move on. Yeah, and normally they're subtle about it. Like, it becomes nuanced in those horror movies. There's a lot yeah. of good movies that utilize that kind of bridging of, like, or there's even a genre for that type of movie. But this really just for it just did away with any form of trying to be subtle with it. It just got really aggressive and saying, like, this might be, look at this background. It's moving. The background is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it real? <laughs> Fuck it's, you. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. I'm fucking done with this kid glove shit. I'm done it's with nonsense, this. Man. You made a fucking like adult themed New Mutants movie for children. <laughs> God damn you. Fuck you. Fucking, what is your fucking you, market? You called it when you said Twilight and I could, fucking couldn't shake it. I was like, God damn it. it fucking is. just destroyed fucking it Twilight. right there. That's it the is. thing that ruined it for you. <laughs> yeah. It was like, that's great. She's that's like talking. Funny. We're hitting it We're hitting it off. Have a great time. And she's like, but I, you know, I've been a flat earther for about a few years now. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Flat Earther, hold on, this day day over. Hold it, hold it, folks, hold it. Time out. I think I can even push past you when you found New Mutants amusing, but Flat Earth, over. We're done. It's amazing. It's amazing because I've seen a lot of people defend a lot of these movies, Dark Phoenix and uh, this this movie and. This was a flip flam. It was a it was a bamboozle. It was a it was an inside job. Literally inside job. Same dude inside. An insider. Abused his power and his position. I'm talking about you, Ken Marie. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I know what you did. I know what you did and I know why you did it. And you, I knew you were tied into this. This has your stink. New Mutants has his touch. It does. I bet he took one look at this movie and he's like, I fucking think you're going you're gonna to do what I tried to do and you're going to do it right. <laughs> I bet he loved this movie. He's like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I bet he hogged on it already. I can't wait to get this movie out. I wish I could have came up with it. You get it. I don't. This is what I did wrong. (laughs) Kimberg will be the death of someone. Um, 
Well, shit, man. This movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing else to say. What this movie has done, and I think I even said it before we watched it, is, like, I'm never going to, like, like, go into a movie going, like, eh, sure, I'll watch it. No, no, it has to be, like, a yes now. There's no, like, in-between anymore you because of this movie. You're skeptical. Your, yeah. your, your movie quota or this your is, movie yeah, selection I'm process not going is now to, like, skewed. The moment I hear, like, someone on set today, shut it down. Done. Not yeah. saying it. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm over this fervor with X-Men. It's over. When it comes to uh, the movie. And yeah, I'm interested I'm for, just... you know, I just don't have time anymore. Exit Swords. I'm not that's, a fan. That's, that's the problem. We're not, I'm not a fan anymore. I'm not the demographic of a fan. Of a, the, not, the movie. Version. We're not Definitely, those people. That's not. Because well, that's, how, that's how they market a lot of these movies to younger yeah. people. They're trying to get them because they go into the movies. So that's what they're building this movie market around. Unfortunately, unfortunately it's a, a lot of people who are deeper into the mythos that buy yes. the more expensive sustaining aspects of that fandom are the ones that are going to need the story to appreciate it. If you're just trying to get those fair weather people, they're not going to come back and buy any of your shit. They once saw your movie one time, mm -hmm. and they're moving on past it. They may not loop back at all. They may loop back a little bit, but that's not a guaranteed market base. Those people are buying the expensive shit. They're going to buy all the expensive shit. That's a guaranteed market base for life. For life, and you're shitting that away. So they're going to start losing that money and get aggressive to get it back and that's what's going to come from movies like this is we're going to see i think we're going to see a market shift that's going to react to it especially with the fallout of all the theaters closing just a lot everyone of those things. just less movies there's gonna, well, less there's money. Just really less movies but i think they're going to be a little more aggressive about what type of movies they try to go through you think gonna this is definitely safer? a lot would you say that this is like the the monolith or the high water mark of the superhero fatigue that they've saved. Yeah, been going through. this is it. We're going to see decline like this from is the, here. Yeah, the I, bubble has been popped. Yeah, I feel like this is the top yeah. thing too, where they're just like, no, we fucking made Superhero Twilight. Like, this is great. And be like, All right, <laughs> let's roll it back. Let's take it. Let's take a break. Let's take up. We have done too much. <laughs> this got out of hand. It was great at first, and everyone just rode the momentum a little too rough. I think things like Batman, I think, are going to blow, still blow up the box office. Unfortunately, we're fortunate. Maybe know. Joker had a different kind of Joker mystique to it, weird. and the viral market really was a saved lot of, it. Like based off of what I'm seeing in uh, in Seattle, that was a lot of people just like, "Oh, I need to do this too." Yeah, <laughs> that Joker pretty it, it Joker up pretty good in Seattle. But a lot of anti um, just like this speaks to me. This speaks to me in the wrong ways, but I'll take it. Yay, break stuff from communism <laughs> because we're, we're people, yeah. we're a community. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think Patterson has that kind of that cachet. I don't really feel like it's gonna pull that audience. I don't think people are gonna be it'll it'll be big, but I don't think it's gonna be as culturally impactful as Joker was. That's what I think that boils down to. Is that Joker's really culturally impactful? We'll that Patterson's what is that? 2022? Pop culturally, twenty two or twenty one? Twenty one. Oh, I think it's gonna be twenty one. But at this point. 22 maybe <laughs> 22 let's be real uh, i'm just trying to think of the i time can't between. i can't see so much shit's gonna happen between the new president all, i'm kind of a lot of things batman movies i'm over because of baffleck extra movies i'm over because of that i'm i'm down to still see what disney may do but i want more independent comics i want them to come like and take people's weird shit like i don't know like uh was it mr miracle mm -hmm. take more something weird like those kind of characters it's just somewhere offbeat that's not as championed sure. as much 
Or you can you can even go independent. It doesn't even have to be like yeah, someone ties that. I know they were doing that blood sport with Vin Diesel. Everything's cool. That like, was an interesting approach, but I feel like that. Even like something like Persepolis was awesome. I like did that. Yeah. You thought that maybe like um, what was it? Um, oh gosh, it was the movie about the vigilante kid who was a crime fighter. Uh, Kick ass. Kick ass worked out too, but that actually surprisingly translated well enough. So it works I feel like better as a movie than a comic. I felt actually. That does give it a much more stronger visualization to pull off of. It makes it more rich with iconography. But I feel like that that kind of independent comic stream of mm. movie making works a lot better. Because that's what Joker felt more like. It felt like it was reaching more towards that realm of comic book movie. And less the blockbuster generic everyone yes. punch them all team yeah. up. Yeah, hopefully we'll get back the... Uh, less of the two hundred million dollar blockbuster superhero film and more like sixty to eighty million dollar films. Yeah, smaller maybe. niche budgets. Like I think Joker was like an eighty-ish million dollar budget. Yeah, yeah. Joker actually utilized a very unique style of, of just minimalism to really pad its budget and get through and actually help the movie. It actually made it a lot more beautiful in just its overall presentation. Yeah, uh, this this movie was not beautiful, and I know sure we saw a cam, and that's I may be jumping the gun, but I can I don't need the cam or 1080 version of something to tell me bad CG. I can tell it just by the design. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. That was, was like a pre-production CG, like where they're like we haven't put it. Yeah. Well, that means we still got to render it. Go it's got a few more renderings. Bit, like, yeah. I mean, you, you, it's not it's not done. It's cooking. It's cooking. Sometimes. No, that shit was done. That shit was raw. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was that was unfortunate. That yeah, was unfortunate. I mean, we knew it was gonna be bad, but I didn't know it was gonna be this bad. I never thought it could be this bad. Yeah. I didn't think they could even. I thought there was enough there to keep it entertaining. Dark Phoenix or this movie? Ooh. No, they're both so horrendous. There's t- enough egregiousness in both of them. Shoot yourself. At least Dark Phoenix <laughs> had a little bit more of a storyline that completed and a progression, but it was still messy. And the way they did a lot of characters dirty, like Celine, did her super dirty. Dreads dude fights like Zach was saying. Dreads dude almost feels like an homage to Omega Red, and I was like, I get what you're saying. Kind of like, what the fuck is Dreads dude? Dreads dude, yeah. There's like a rich fucking roster of beautiful Dreads dude. Original character for this. It's great. Look at him. Look at him. He's all whipping around his dreads and shit. He's deadly. But here's Celine. She's a badass meat. No, she's dead. <laughs> but they got the Phoenix right. They got the. It was a force that came and possessed Gene, an elemental force throughout nature and the universe. But that's it. I still don't think that any of that saves that movie. It's still garbage, just like New Mutants. None of that. None of the cool stuff Magic did saves New Mutants. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. All around. Then they all rise. Uh, I don't know. I guess the worst worst X Men movie of all time. I will give it a. What was it? Let's say like Origins, Origins is one. Yeah. Then a tie with New Mutants and um, X Men Last Stand, and mm. then Days of Future, and then then Dark Phoenix. Because at least Dark Phoenix got the no, but then they had. They had Kelsey Grammer, so really that's like Kelsey a trade off. I'll take, I'll say they're all, bad. they're both just as bad. The same totally. movie, what am I saying? Hairs over the same movie. I'm same not gonna give it the credit. Movie. You're taking too much yeah. of your life away for this movie. They're bad. Origins, bad New Mutants, and then the the Dark Phoenixes. Yeah. Dark Phoenix, <laughs> the Phoenix. Oh man, um, that's a good list. I'd probably go 
that order. I'm gonna say Dark Phoenix before New Mutants just because they did it already once and they tried it again. Fair enough. So no, I respect that. Pass twice. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Who? What a God. Dad not even didn't care. They they just <laughs> fuck it. We're doing it again. That's why I think Kimberg was all about this because he's like, dude, this oh, New Mutants movie has got the working stuff up, I yeah. want in a fucking X Men movie. Yes, more of this. Kick it out. Let's release it. <laughs> I don't care if there's no theaters to release it in. We'll p- just put it on a stadium. <laughs> Fuck it. Just put it on a wall. Endanger your families for this. Danger no people in danger. So like we said, someone got COVID over this. Just oh, yeah. statistically, someone got COVID over this movie. There's no $7 way. There's no way they did There had to be someone who got it and then contracted it and gave it to a group of people around them and it was all for new mutants. Fuck it all. <laughs> Fuck the it's a bit cringeworthy. The cast was cringeworthy when they did that Comic Con thing. It's all everything oh. about this ride, man, has been insane. But we can put it behind us now. Isn't that the great thing? It's weird though, because I remember, I remember, a lot's changed my life since 2016. Right. <laughs> so much. I... I remember when I first heard about this and how wide-eyed I was, and I was like full of hope. I changed as a human being over the progression of this movie. I've become happier in my life, but I've hated this movie more as it's gone on. <laughs> it's like a reverse. I as I became less optimistic about New Mutants, my life's my life seemed to congruently get better. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I don't know how I got here, and I'll take it. I'll I'll take the sacrifice of New Mutants being bad for me to have a better life. <laughs> Because yeah. fuck you, New Mutants. I, I, if you were ever going to be this bad, then you deserve to not exist at all, just so we could avoid this instance. <laughs> there you have it, folks. I can't. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to follow that. That's uh, that put all 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 the things I had into perspective. Um, this is more. I don't look at the movie as a failure. I just look at this as a failure culturally. We failed as an audience as well. It's not on. It's not entirely on. Fox. It's not entirely on Kimberly. It's on us, too. Yeah. It's on us. It's on Any one of those people who paid to see it. Yeah, you cosplayer who went to go see New Mutants and Dark Phoenix just because <sighs> you like those characters and you needed to justify cosplaying as those characters. Fuck you. You know what you were doing and you uh, supported a shitty movie. What kind of rap sheet is that? You got New Mutants and fucking Dark Phoenix you saw in theaters. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's a bad life. Why would you ever do that? Just wait it out. Even a, even a person who was like wants to see it would still be like, you know, I'll just a home theater. I'll wait till it digitally releases. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's I'm bound not, to happen. I'm not gonna drive to a place and sit in a crowd of people, even mm-hmm. if it's outside to see New Mutants. What drive-in theater New Mutants? Just because this movie thought it could kind of quasi echo <laughs> fucking uh, Breakfast Club doesn't mean it's yeah, actually the you're Breakfast. You're not getting. Yeah, you're not getting. There's no John Hughes in this. This is not yeah. John. This is a, a gross egregious You think this is Shimmer Illinois, motherfucker? Fuck, man. If John Hughes is still alive, he could have done this movie. It would have been awesome. Oh, my God. Imagine the John Hughes New Mutants movie. Fuck. Movie. God damn it. Would that be awesome? Oh, my goodness. John Hughes making a new movie. Give me that It's so awesome. Oh, my goodness. Alright, last thing before we stop talking about this forever. There's one character, Lumion's character, that we could have added that you would have liked to see or would have made this better. 
I would say, like, the question is, what would you, what character would make this better than nothing will make this better? So the answer is just, what character would you add? Doug Locke. Doug Locke, right. Yeah, Doug Locke. This is two for one. Two and, for one, yeah, Warlock. And, and it, it provides a much needed release to this terrible, terrible tension this movie tried to put on. It got gritty, Kyle. This movie got gritty. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for children. children. It's for children. So like, tone it down. Tone it down. No, we're great. Toys, people. These gritty toys. <laughs> yeah, Doug Lock would be my choice too. I don't know what, like, well, it's Chamber. What the fuck? You no, that's like, like that's in Gen X. Add some, add some Gen X. Maybe add a Gen X character at this point. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I think it, it, unless they did, do like they could like throw a kitty, that would have been interesting. It's just like kitty a background. Interesting. I mean, they had that. Yeah, so. she kind of that would have bridged the gap from Rocky. That's what I was thinking, and she kind of always played proxy of the New Mutants, where she always had like kind of one foot in, yeah, or one foot out. It was really weird because they still used her a lot in the main proper X Men team, but she still hung out with the New Mutants a lot. Yeah, and she, especially her and Doug, were close. It was weird because they were computer hackers. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Kitty's a computer hacker. <laughs> I got computers, right? Yeah, I can type and I can play. Yeah, I don't know if that would have saved it, but I think that could have at least that could have given it enough of a, a wild card that might have put it down a better path and maybe saved it in the long term. Yeah. Okay, let's be real. Anything with this, if they went through so much to redo and readjust and reassess this movie, and this is what we got at the end product, there was fucking no hope for it. It's hopeless. It's hopeless. There's no matter time. No chance. There's no chance for this no. movie, folks. It was pushed back by like almost like a year and a half, right? Like almost two years. Two years. Two and yeah. Years. Like you had that much extra time, no, and this, this is, is the end game. This is, yeah. There's absolutely no hope for this. Like, I didn't understand the hype behind, like, um, was it Avatar? I'm like, he took James Cameron, like, almost two decades to make this movie, and this is what we got? Like, Space Pocahontas? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you get. And that's what we got, is X-Men fans, folks. And this we got guy, Space Pocahontas. We got <laughs> Space again. Pocahontas once again. Fuck. God damn it. Ah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was a movie, as we said at the beginning of this podcast yeah that was definitely a movie it's definitely a movie so if you saw this movie let us know what you thought was this a movie was this not a movie did you actually see it outside did you see it are you alive still did you get covid because of this movie let us know please let us know if you yeah if something happened to you because of watching this i would like to know the data yeah, I want to crunch those numbers you want to crunch those numbers what's the death ratio what's the death toll on new Oh, oh, any last thoughts, Danny, before we get out of here? Mm, no. New no. Mutants, may you rest in peace. It's gone. Goodbye. Goodbye, Fox. Sure. Goodbye, the Fox X-Men line. You did, you, you did your per- You did your job. You did your thing. You served me well for, for this many years. You now, did. rest in peace, you piece of shit. <laughs> you motherfucker, get out of here. I'm done with you. Uh, it's a good day. Good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> Oh, but that'll do it for us this week, folks. Remember, remember, the robots are going to kill you, so don't waste your time seeing New Mutants. Go read New Mutants. Go read, go read some yeah, stuff. Don't let New Mutants kill you. That would <laughs> be, that would be, a, that's not one of the ways. There's yeah, so many there's awesome so many ways, you could, ways you could die. You could, like, find a bear and shit. You'd have to go out and find a scene. Punch a shark. Punch a shark, Jesus. I mean, come on, why not? 
Don't you? Yeah. Like, like Come David on. Blaine, jump, jump from very high. Yeah, get that balloon and float off. Right. And do it like that. I'd let that kill you. Fall to your death. Why not? That's a better way to go than you. <laughs>